0: If I say the word covenant, you hear me saying, and maybe it's HOA, or maybe it's uh, something else a little more legal, and um, I think there's a lot of confusion about the word covenant. We're going to hear a little bit about this when we uh, unpack this episode. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg Smalley and his wife Erin, and uh, they lead the Focus Marriage team, and let me ask Greg how you define
1: covenant. Well, I literally did this a week ago. So our oldest daughter, Taylor, got married, mm-hmm. so I got to perform the wedding ceremony. And actually what I said is we talked about what we're doing here. I talked about the covenant of marriage between them and the Lord and really defined it. I said that, that a covenant, this, this is a vow, this is a promise that you're committed to each other for life. And it's in the essence of it to me is it's exactly what God does for us. When he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you, that I have loved you with an everlasting love, we can count on that. We never have to worry if that's true or not. In the same way, that's what I was encouraging them to really understand is right now you're looking at each other. You're making this promise to each other, and Mm -hmm. God expects you to honor that promise a commitment, therefore do what you need to do along the journey mm-hmm. to make sure that you you work at that covenant, that you protect it, that you get help when needed. Yeah. Well, I think it's a big word, and uh, I appreciate how you've uh,
0: described it there. And it's wonderful, by the way. Congratulations yeah. that you were able to share that at your daughter's
1: wedding, and what? not <laughs> cry. By the way, did <laughs> you <didn't laughs> cry. Not there. Oh man, I'm I did be drop a... the ring though. Her <laughs> ring. What <laughs> does Where, that mean? Wh- did it roll away? the <laughs> <laughs> bridesmaid had to go <laughs> catch it, it as it's rolling away. I was mortified. What did that? What was that? I like a, some sort of inner I, resentment? I just said back business? in the you know old Testament, (laughs) That was how they displayed and showed the the covenant. They took the ring and throw a ring and watch it roll (laughs) endlessly.
0: Well, let's go ahead and hear from a former colleague, uh, Dr. Julie Slattery, who teaches regularly on the topic of physical intimacy, and she shared with Jim Daly uh, about how covenant love is essential to a healthy sexuality. Let me also ask you, uh, you describe God's design for sexual intimacy as covenant love, Mm -hmm. and we really need to better understand what you mean. That's where that parallel with God's love for us and what we experience in this life physically really begins to line up spiritually. Mm -hmm. So what is covenant love in the context of sexual intimacy?
2: Boy, that word covenant is something that we don't use often no. in our world today. The only time I've ever heard covenant talked about outside of church was like your HOA covenants. Yeah. Like what That's does that mean? No, me. not. That's not a happy place want my No, it's not. I, don't, I don't want my, ma- don't <laughs> want my marriage there. to be like that. <laughs> so when we use this word covenant, I think sometimes people are confused because it's not a common word in our language. The only way to really understand a covenant is to contrast it to what we typically have, which is a contract. We know how to do contract in our world. And most of us get married with a contract mentality. Even if we don't realize it, we think as long as this marriage is fulfilling to me, then I'm all in. As long as my spouse is meeting my needs, as long as he makes me look good, as long as our sexual relationship is fulfilling.
0: Sounds like a scorecard.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's a deal. It's a bargain. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't think any of us go to the altar thinking that we're bargaining but even our dating system is about trying to pick somebody who, in, your, in the economy of romance that, man, you, you really won there. You got a big, good deal there. Like, we get married because this person is supposed to make me better and happier. And then when we hit a roadblock, it's like that covenant gets challenged because are we going to think contract or covenant? Are mm-hmm. we, Covenant is loving with your character. It's loving because you promise to. And that's the beautiful thing about how God loves us. If God had a contract with me, I'd be in big trouble. If I have a contract with him, God, I only love you as long as my bank account's full and I stay healthy, then we don't have a long-term relationship. And this is what's so significant about marriage is it's the one relationship that God created to stretch towards that kind of love that is based on Faithfulness and character and promise. And it's why marriage is so difficult and also why it's so important to fight for.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I want to make sure we cover uh, your comment about Deuteronomy 6 5, which is the first and greatest commandment. If you've been in the church any length of time, you know this, of course, which is to love God with all our heart, our soul, and might. How does that commandment relate to our sexuality in marriage?
2: Well, the way it relates is that commandment is telling us to be undivided people, to not have one area of my life that isn't surrendered to the Lordship of Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. And I've found in my own journey, as well as in ministry, that sexuality is often an area that isn't surrendered to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And I don't just mean following the rules. I mean, having territory of your heart that has never been surrendered. I mean, wounds that you hold on to instead of bringing to the healing power of Jesus. Conversations that need to be had that are closeted. Conflicts that we need to work through. Confessing our sin to one another. And because we don't talk about sex in church, we haven't learned how to integrate God and his power and his truth and his love into our sexuality. So we just kind of do it on our own. Like when I speak to married couples on this issue, I'll often ask, raise your hand, how many of you regularly pray together about your sex life? And typically it's about 10% of married couples. Mm -hmm. Now these are Christians. They're coming to a marriage conference, so you're getting... A pretty selected sample. And even so, 90% of them never think to pray about their sex life Mm. because we don't integrate God into it. And so this commandment in Deuteronomy, which is really what Jesus said is the greatest commandment, is I want to be part of every nook and cranny of your life, every hidden secret, every wound, every struggle. And when we start living that out in married sexuality, it's a game changer.
0: Aaron, Julie made quite a statement um, about how few Christian couples pray about their sexuality, their sex life. I would guess there are a lot of individuals who are feeling like, well, I sure do pray, but what are some ways that we as couples can pray about this uh, vital aspect of marriage?
3: What I would say, John, is it's important to first recognize that a lot of Christian couples aren't praying together anyway. The research is that it's a very low percentage of Christian couples are praying. So then you add in praying about their sex life, it's a very vulnerable, tender mm-hmm. area of our relationship. So first and foremost, we need to create a place that is safe, emotionally safe, that we can you know, really be vulnerable Because we're very vulnerable in prayer. But
0: it sounds like what we need to do is pray, just just start praying about everything. Learn to do that first.
3: Yes. I mean, of course, when we pray, that brings unity, Mm -hmm. that we can come together and offer something before God has a powerful impact on our marriage. And so, yes, pray, but also pray about your sex life. That's especially vulnerable. So just make sure that you're creating a very safe and sacred place. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, and and I'm sitting here just thinking as you're answering, I like what you're you're saying, but I'm just trying to think in my own mind, like, okay, so, you know, everything going on those moments that somehow the dogs are out of our bedroom, our (laughs) daughter is somewhere, you know, we finally have some privacy. Exactly. What would we pray? That's what I'm just in my mind thinking, okay, oh, forget we're going to pray about I can tell sex, you what I'd be praying all right. about.
0: Lord, help us just get this done. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> just just please, no phone calls, no knocks on the door, yeah. no nothing. Just give us a moment <laughs> of no privacy. No voice, please. what's going on in there? Seriously. I mean, I'm traumatized almost <laughs> after <laughs> raising kids and having interruptions and getting to a point of, uh So I'm, seriously, my yeah. prayer would be, Lord, please just let us consummate this part of our marriage today. And, and
1: enjoy it and connect through it and mm-hmm. protect our minds and our hearts and allow this to be a, a place of connection and, and just gratitude of going, thank you, yes. <laughs> that we yes. actually thank, have a moment. Thank, thank. I yes. would say
3: that, is, that was what came to my mind when I think about praying about sex and our sex life is the protection of our minds and our hearts, and you know we can also pray to ask God to protect our minds and our hearts. Yeah,
1: that's good. I mean, it, it's funny because I was thinking, yeah, what exactly I would pray, but I like this discussion that that's even given me some mm. some good thoughts of how we could do that.
0: Well, if you don't pray with your spouse, our encouragement is start. And if you don't pray with your spouse about sexuality. Uh, start. Uh, you, you just can't pray enough in this life because we're not made to go it alone, and I think it honors the Lord when we bring uh, the very deepest needs and parts of our life before him. Uh, for more on the topic of covenant love, be sure to get Julie's book, God, Sex, and Your Marriage. Uh, we've got that here at the ministry, and we'll be happy to send a copy to you as our thank you gift for joining the support team. Uh, Maybe you already are a donor to the ministry. Perhaps you can uh, send an additional one here at this time of year. We're wrapping up our fiscal year, and uh, we sure would appreciate your partnership. Uh, Donate today and request that book. The details are in the show notes. And then we have a free article online. We'll link over to it. It's called, What is Intimacy? Uh, And by the way, the website is always being refreshed. There's always new stuff there to read, and to watch, to listen to. So uh, follow the notes, get to the website, and stay there and learn and grow in your relationship. We'll hear more from Dr. Slattery next time. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.
1: Is your marriage holding on by a thread?